Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to the Insomnia Project. Sit back, lie back, stand up. Just get ready to listen to a conversation that we're going to have about something mundane. One thing we try to deliver is a conversation that will be less than fascinating so that you can just drift off. We want to thank you for joining us. We also invite you to rate us on iTunes or send us an email or a tweet. Maybe we'll talk about a topic that you bring up. But thank you for joining us. I'm your host, Marco Timpano. And I'm your co-host, Nidhi Khanna. Nidhi, do you remember things in your youth that are no longer around, that were a big part of your youth? Oh, absolutely. I remember going to the grocery store and having the groceries bagged in a paper bag. That had kind of like a little serrated top to it, like a you know yes, you know what I'm talking about. I do. And uh, I remember that every check checker, every per, every person who was at the bag checker ba- person, there were they, no every person who was at a cash every cashier had a bag checker in the grocery store. Do you do you recall that at all? Uh, yeah, like every cashier, there was also a person bagging it. Right. Yeah, the bag boy or bag girl. Sure. Yeah, but yeah, now then it went to anymore. it went to plastic bags, and you would bag your own, and that's kind of disappeared to the wayside. Just like, do you remember going to the gas station, and every gas station had a gas station attendant who would fill up for you? This is when I was a child. I recall yes. it. Now you don't. You rarely see a um, full serve. I rarely see. I should say gas station. Yeah, and when you do see it, it's almost like, wow. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and I guess back in the day, you didn't really pay that much more for the full service because I remember my mom used to always just go to the full service one. Right. Um. But not anymore. That's sort of like a luxury. Yeah. That one would never really splurge on. I want to say that it might happen in smaller towns because I feel like the last time I saw it it was in a small town. But even so, like... I've seen it here in Toronto. Oh, you have? Yeah. A full-service gas station? Full-service. Really? Yeah. Oh. Um, With a full-service aisle and a self-service aisle. Okay, I haven't seen one in a while. I know. But they used to be very prevalent when I was a kid. Absolutely. What about... um, Did you ever... uh, The fad of uh, snap bracelets or slap bracelets? 
I remember my sister had them. It wouldn't be something that I would necessarily be into. Fair enough. But uh, yeah, they were kind of like, and correct me if I'm wrong, they were a little metal straight strip. Strip. Almost like a, a long band aid in shape, is what I remember. Yes. And then you would kind of slap it on your wrist and it would uh, bend into a shape that was like a bracelet. Yes, that's exactly what it was. Okay. And I don't quite know when you describe it what the big novelty of it was, but mm-hmm. it was huge in the 90s as a kid. Um, but uh, it no longer, you never really see them anymore. So that's something that's definitely gone by, by the, the way, wayside. Like cassettes. Do you remember having mixtapes? Oh, cassettes, yeah, mixtapes or VHS even cassettes. Mm-hmm. I remember taping things off the radio to listen at a later time, or if there was a song I really liked, I'd tape it with my little tape recorder. And the and the DJ would always come in at the wrong time and of be course. like, "Stop talking, stop talking, sure. so I can record and, this." Um, I remember, go- I remember going to record stores, which you don't see very many record stores at all. No. And buying vinyl and going on the release date to buy whatever favorite artist I had at oh, that time. Oh, interesting. Do you remember playing records when you were a kid? No. No, never it was cassettes. It oh. was cassettes and CDs. The CD. I had a big CD collection. Okay. Um, and now what do you do with those CDs? Where are they now? Oh, I think they're in a trunk somewhere. They're right. in storage somewhere, or I, maybe I gave some of them away. Mm. Like they're, I don't know. Now everything doesn't even need a space. Well, and that's an interesting thing because I used to have a CD holder. Right, a piece of furniture that yeah, would be a CD. Yeah, and now you would never really need that anymore. Sure. Because um, it's all on a digital music player. But remember floppy disks? Oh, for sure. I, I haven't thought of that in a while. Yeah. And, and, you know, what was that? What came after the floppy disk? It was like the smaller, um, they weren't floppy disks, but they were like hard disks. Right. That you used to put yeah. in. They were a little bit smaller, but they were still square. Right, right. Um, I, I feel like floppy disks were only right around the beginning of... Now, have you ever seen an 8-track? No, I have not. I don't think I have. Like, remember... Um, you see them in kind of old films. I remember when I was a little kid, I barely have a memory of it, but my parents' car had an A-track in it, and I remember they had... Oh, I wish I could remember the band. Some old band that was like... Maybe the Carpenters or something like that. I don't Amazing. remember, but yeah. They didn't have very many A-tracks, but they had an A-track player in the car. But I was I was so young, like I barely... I can barely remember it like I have a very sort of foggy memory of it being next to me like an A-track being next to me when I was in the car because what was the difference between an A-track and a cassette it was larger it was kind of like a uh, kind of like do you remember Nintendo's yeah and how they would have a cartridge it was more like a cartridge that you would put in um that's all I remember. I, I, like I said, I, I don't ever remember putting it in myself. I just remember like a faint... You know what's very funny? Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that an A-track is so obsolete now that when you put in A-track mm-hmm. and ask for images, it actually gives you like a running track. Oh, isn't that funny? So um, I guess an A-track player. Oh, I see it. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
it's almost like what you would see on like Good Morning Vietnam or right exactly. That type it's of... funny because when I was uh, when I was in school studying journalism, part of our radio program, we would have commercials on eight track type cassettes that you would put in. So you'd put the commercials in in oh, that kind of a manner. That's why I. I sort of have a familiarity of how that works, but even that's been is has been obsolete for years in radio. I think as we were learning it, people were the teachers were saying, "You're not going to see this much more," so I wouldn't worry about it. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I uh, I used to remember the re- the writable CDs and rewritable CDs, yeah. mm-hmm. and how those used to be really big at one time too. Oh, they were great. What about, have you ever written anything on a typewriter, an assignment on a typewriter? No, I have you not. You always had computers? I always had, yeah, it was either handwritten, handwritten or sure. computers. Okay. Yeah. I remember handing in a couple of things. From a typewriter? From a typewriter. And we had a really old typewriter that I think they no longer used at my dad's work, and so my dad brought it home, and it was it was Ancient. ginormous. Do you see that little sofa couch? It yeah. was that big. Maybe. No. You know, it was huge. No, it was, wasn't that big, but it was humongous and loud and when it moved like you, it moved you knew, you knew, you like knew it, someone it was, was like, doing their homework it was <laughs> it was loud it was a it was a it was a machinery it was a piece of machinery i um remember the software program mavis beacon teaches typing no you don't remember that no i have no idea what you're talking about okay, but so you said it very fast too I, oh mavis beacon teaches typing mavis beacon teaches Typing. Yes. Okay. So in grade seven or eight, like when computers just were starting to kind of make their way into the classroom. That's the seventh or eighth grade yes. for our American listeners. That's right. Um, th- uh, you had to learn how to type on the keyboard. And there was this program called Mavis Beacon right. that taught you how to type, essentially. Okay. And it was sort of like, I, I can't remember if it was like had like a game component to it. Um, sure. But I guess it was to bridge also all those people who were moving from a typewriter to a keyboard. Okay. Because uh, I don't think the keys are set up exactly the same. They are. They are? They're just configured a little. Like the, the keyboard is the same, but on a, I shouldn't be touching that on the keyboard as we're recording because <laughs> I'll stop our recording. Um But they're raised on a typewriter. Right. Right. So it's right. like on a, on a, on the laptop. Or on him. But the actual, like, layout is the same? Yes. Oh, interesting. I didn't know that. And the reason I know that is because in high school, I took a typing, typing course. course. Amazing. Yeah. So, speaking of which, like, why is a keyboard laid out oh, that that's, way? That's a, a, an amazing question. I don't have the answer. I used to know this. Uh, yeah, because you took a typing course. Well, I took it just because... We thought it would be an easy course to be doing. <laughs> That's why we did. And was it? Um, no, our teacher was pretty stern, but I'm grateful because I'm a pretty good typer. Like, I'm pretty quick. Mm-hmm. And even then, Nitty, what's funny is even when I was taking the typewriting course, we all knew that this was becoming obsolete. But I think mm. my school just had a room filled with typewriters. And so. I think later on it became called it, it was called keyboarding, and they brought keyboards in, and replaced the typewriters. But it was a room, a dedicated room, with an army of typewriters, and so we were learning typing. And uh, 
you know, we had these drills. All we would do, I felt like in class, was like different letter combinations, and you'd have to sort of. I don't know if you ever heard this this concept of words per minute. Mm-hmm. You know how many mm-hmm. words you can type per minute. Well, your goal was, I think, sixty words per minute, and I think I got to forty nine. But still, uh, listen, That's pretty good. Hey, I'll take that. And um, when you're uh, typing now, mm-hmm. what I find interesting is you always complain about mine and Amanda's. Heavy fingers. Heavy fingers. Yeah. Meanwhile, you used to type on a typewriter where you had to have heavy fingers. Well, when you say I used to type on a typewriter, I took a typing course <laughs> and I had a typewriter for maybe two years of my school year when I was younger. And, uh, but yeah, you guys slam those keys. I don't understand what it is about you guys, but I just, I'm a much more delicate soul. I think you're I just a little you. too sensitive with your keys. Look at your keyboard, it's like coming up. It's well, this is just a plastic coating on top of it for oh, people like you when you use it to protect I my keyboard. See. Oh, excuse me. Fancy. Well. Did they teach you that in your typing course? No. <laughs> Did you take any courses in school that would be considered obsolete now? Well, they they stopped home ec like before oh, okay. I got to the grade level where you, you were supposed to take it. So they stopped that. Um, but I'm sure there were many people who took home ec leading up to sort of the 90s mid 90s i, I took think home they, ec. did you yeah we had home ec and, sh- and shop but they didn't call it shop they called it uh i want to say woodworking or something like that and it was the cool thing was it was you had to take both it was wasn't like you know traditionally it would be guys would take the shop classes and women would take the home ec mm-hmm. right it was this sort of gender stereotype that would be prevalent in Mm -hmm. schools and i believe my school was like no half the year you're going to take one and half the year you're going to take other the other so everyone got behind a machine drill and everyone got to bake whatever it was we were learning to bake so i'm just reading up a little bit on the keyboard layout Mm -hmm. and so apparently the keyboard layout that we look at or that we use is the qwerty layout q Q-E-R-T-H-E-R-T-E-R-T-E-R-T-E-R-T-E-R-T-E-R-T-E-R-T-E-R-T-E-R-T-E-R-T-E-R-T-E-R-T-E-R-T-E-R-T-E-R-T
so so yeah, yeah. I'm looking yeah. at what they exactly. are exactly yeah. exactly so no. like close enough so that you could type it but not right next to each other so that they would jam right so that's one of the things he tried to do to, it was basically a response to trying to get rid of jams in the typewriters look at that there you go fun fact of the day you're good with shortcut keys you've always been like really whenever we're working together you're always like command q3 does this <laughs> alt x question mark does that yeah you know? remember when i was teaching you excel Ugh, I said, i'm not when is that going to be obsolete <laughs> if only if only so, i so don't enjoy excel well, I don't think enjoy is necessarily what they were going for. Fair. <laughs> I find it hard. I still find it hard. It's not It's not user-friendly, I'm sorry to say. It really isn't. You don't find it, eh? No. You get the bracket wrong. You do something wrong. You're in the wrong cell. You like It's just a mess. And I hate how small it is. I think that's your computer, though. No. The cells in Excel are always small. You've got to make them... Like, they're this big. Like, how? Yeah, but you can make them bigger. I know, but it's a pain. Oh. The, the default isn't like that. Right. Make the default bigger, I'd be much more... <laughs> I don't... I have problems with very small things. Like, you know, like, when you're... I need I need things to be a little bit... Right. And so if you just zoom in, mm -hmm. it'll get bigger. Yeah, sure. But, <laughs> yeah, not my thing. No, fair enough. Not my thing. Fair enough. I'm trying to think of other things that are like no longer around or no longer used that's a good question mm -hmm. what about um anything in the, in the automotive industry oh i'm sure there's a, a ton there's of like things a ton yeah. of stuff right like i mean steam engine <laughs> i guess i mean things like that of course <laughs> no longer exist but it's just interesting to see things sort of disappear or mm -hmm. like go by the wayside and you know people you know young kids today will never have used a floppy disk or a, you know it's true a cassette or yeah even a even a home phone do you do you remember the home phones right. that had the the, the dial, dial the rotary dial yeah no they're never going to see that again do you ever use a phone that was like that um i, I yes i've used one we didn't we had uh, a touch tone in our house growing up but sure. um Many of my friends had rotary dial ones. Or, or do you remember answering machines that were oh, yeah. separate machines from yes. the phone? And like had a cassette tape in there yeah. to record it. Um, yeah. They're conveniently used in films and stuff because mm -hmm. that way you can show the person rewinding it and everyone listening to it at once. But Yeah, I feel it's funny when you watch shows like The X-Files or something from, sure. from like back in the day in the 90s or, or, or whatever and kind of see the technology being so different right or the fashion or sure. any of it it's it's really funny to watch it and kind of be a little nostalgic for you, it. you might not remember this or you might not have used this but i remember um you know using suntan oil versus sunscreen like it was an oil to get a tan in the sun oh they still have that yeah oh they do yeah okay. oh yeah wow. It's dangerous, like like Hawaiian tropic type of right, thing. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They still have that. But uh, yeah. Yeah, no, I know. Or like the fact that sunscreen, like there was a time where you just didn't use you sunscreen. Didn't use sunscreen at all, yeah. Yeah. It wasn't the thing you wanted to get the tan. Or it just wasn't even that. 
people weren't that knowledgeable about like right. the, like it wasn't mainstream knowledge that oh the minute you go out just during the day at least not for me like sure. I don't know it wasn't uh, until a little bit later that it was like no you gotta wear sunscreen all the time do you take vitamin D in the cold months when there's no when the sun isn't out because for our listeners who aren't in cold climates like ours, when it's cold, you're supposed to take vitamin D because we don't get, as Canadians, get enough vitamin D from the sun mm-hmm. in the winter months. Mm-hmm. So my question to you is, do you take vitamin D? I uh, sometimes Maybe. take it, sometimes don't. I okay. don't take it. Like I, I have spurts when I'm taking it regularly, and then I forget. Like It runs out, and I forget to buy it or whatever. I know. Do the, you? I have, I have both the pills and the drops. Okay. Do you find it makes a difference? Mm, I don't really notice it. But, Me neither. But that said, just because you don't notice it doesn't mean you shouldn't be doing it, right? And uh, I do it for a week solid and then I'll forget. Yeah, I feel like it's also one of those things that you need to build up. Like, so I don't know if you see it right away. You right. Know? Like I, I wonder if I was taking it consistently for three months, if mm-hmm. there'd be more of a... Uh, an output or a tangible outcome that I would notice. Right. But um, I find it difficult to take vitamins consistently. Yeah. I, I wish I was better at it too. Yeah. I think it takes a certain. I like. I try to incorporate it into my routine. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I just leave the house without going into the kitchen where I keep them. Right. Right. And so it's kind of like. Then I tried keeping them in my car, and that didn't work. I wish I had a better system. If I if I could find a system. That would allow me to take daily vitamins. I would do it, but I just don't have a system that works. I feel like it's like an alarm or something. Oh, like a like a pop up reminder. Hmm. I've been doing that on my phone, um, telling myself to drink more water. Okay, and has it worked? Yeah, it has actually. Like, what do you do? How do you how do you actually do that? You you. It just says like drink water. You have an app, or you just have no, it on your notes. No, I just notes. have it as like an as a task reminder. Okay. And it just pops up, and it's great because then every time I'm looking at my phone for whatever reason, first thing I see is the drink water thing. I see. And it almost becomes subliminal because now it's like I'm always like, oh, I've got to drink some water. Mm-hmm. So it's been working. Good. I'm gonna take a sip of water right now. And he's drinking water as we speak. Um, I remember. I know something that's going sure. to be obsolete. Apparently, they don't teach cursive writing anymore. How weird is that? That is weird. It'll be one of those things where, where you know, some of the population is able to read stuff, and other other segments of the population won't be able to read that same sort of thing. How is your cursive writing? My cursive writing is pretty good, actually. It's sort of my go-to form if I'm... Oh, really? So you go to... Like, if if you were going to write me a note, your go-to would be cursive. Yeah. Like, I mean, a, a kind of like a mixture between cursive and uh, block... Not block writing, but plain... Right. Like, Non-cursive. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's... Um, yeah, actually, I never thought about that. So if they don't learn cursive how are they going to I, I feel like it would be difficult the flow of how you write would be really difficult if you didn't know cursive writing well we write so much less we use you know digital digital software to 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 we type more than we write okay it, but what so, about a signature yeah that's cursive generally speaking right you don't you don't stamp out your your name if you're signing something 
It's a great question. Hmm. It's going to be, I think, I predict it's going to be like hieroglyphics, how, you know, like people are going to look at it like such a foreign looking thing that they're like, oh, I can make out a T. Oh, interesting. Like, See, I find, I find cursive writing interesting because it's so personal. Sure. Right? And so you learn it, but then you make it your own. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like remember how they used to do. Um, they used to have handwriting experts. Right, that would look at you know, look writing. at the slant of your T yeah. and the dot of your eye and yeah. all that kind of thing. Yeah, I guess that's a job that will be no more in right. a few years. Or like, do you remember stenographers in courtrooms? There was always the courtroom stenographer. Oh, yeah. Now they just record it. Now, I'm sure. just, now the stenographer hits record and watches to make sure that it's recording. Is that what happens though? Because I feel like with a courtroom, you would need to have like an actual transcript of some kind. That's a good question. You know what? I don't know. But do you remember? Uh, I don't even remember this. But do you remember the concept of shorthand? Yes. And I have cousins who are older who took shorthand in school. Interesting. Yeah, you would learn shorthand so that if you were a secretary, you could take your boss's shorthand and then type up a letter or something. Isn't that odd? Like, it's such an odd concept. Well, I mean, if you were doing meeting minutes or something, you would need to do shorthand in order to, like... Just keep keep it Keep it up, yeah. I don't even know what a shorthand... uh, how about telegrams? Remember telegrams? Like, did telegram. you ever receive or send a telegram? No, or, oh. no. I think that's uh, that's definitely something that's gone the way. Right. I mean, what would you ever use a telegram for anymore? I remember people would send telegrams to weddings, so they would read out telegrams that the couple received from overseas and whatnot. They still do that with emails and things for people who aren't right there. Right. Uh, less so in North America, I find. I guess because now it's like if you want to. You can send a card or send a, an email to the actual couple and say, congratulations, wish I could be there, or mm-hmm. what, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Even cards are like, like people used to get cards in the mail. Now you don't really no. get that much anymore. It's such a special thing when you mm-hmm. receive a card. You're or good a letter, at getting cards. Or a letter. Do you, when was the last time you received oh, a letter gosh. and not a bill in the mail? <laughs> like an actual letter written. I think unless your grandparents are right. sending you a letter, uh, or great-grandparents even. Um, yeah, no, you don't, because why would you? I remember, I remember in the third grade, or grade three, we were taught how to write a letter, like how you what you wrote on the front of yes. a letter. Yes, yes. And exactly. I remember it was fourteen cents. Oh, for I just, a stamp. I remember like that was the amount for a stamp for a hmm. letter was fourteen cents. Hmm. Not anymore. And you would have pen pals and all those Oh, pen pals, yeah. Definitely had pen pal. Isn't that funny? You had a pen pal? Uh, Yeah, if I remember correctly. But, I mean, it never really amounted to anything. People, there's some people who had pen pals for years and years and years. Sure. Not me. Well, there you go. You will not be Nitty's pen pal. You will not. Well, you have been our pen pal. Thank you for listening to us talk about things that no longer exist but we do indeed exist here at the insomnia project so uh, thank you again uh, for listening we are produced by drumcast productions and recording from toronto ontario so until the next time we will uh, wish you a calm and relaxing space or state really and hope that you listen and sleep 